This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. Now, does any part of you kick in and go, is there a permission slip I should sign? Is no, there any sort of consent she, uh, form? I'm laying there. I'm not moving. I'm pretty in the clear on this legally. So not just massage, any situation, like the naked man. What other situation? The naked man is out. It's out of the playbook. You got to have consent before you have wiener out. She came out. She went and got me a bottle of water, not the little half bottle, a full bottle of water. Oh, wow. And three Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> As hand- you do, you need to replenish your sugars so and I shit. got a hand job and candy. Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. So growing up for me, New Year's Eve was always a great time. As soon as I was old enough to have my own apartment, everybody would come over to my place. There'd be tons of people there. There was clouds of smoke in the air. Everybody's got a drink in their hand. You're talking to guys and girls you may or may not hook up with. People were literally in my bathroom hooking up almost every single New Year's Eve. And it was just a huge debaucherous time. And then I crashed headlong into getting married. Now, I'm not saying that the party stopped as soon as me and Nikki got married. In fact, I was in a band for most of the early years of us being married, so we would be out at clubs. I might be on stage playing, but as the years went on, as Christopher got older and stuff like that, we stopped really being crazy and wild when it came to New Year's Eve and started being a lot more low-key. In fact, as soon as she became a nurse, we had more than one New Year's Eve where it would be me kissing her on the forehead because it got to be midnight and she would get up at 7 o'clock in the morning and go to work the next day because that's just the nature of her job. So this year, we decided we're going to harken back to our early 20s. We're going to go back to my late teens when I was having all these crazy parties, and we're going to go to a hotel. And we found this deal where the hotel was going to have like an open bar for four or five hours. The hotel was going to give us a a room for the night. We're going to get breakfast in the morning. We get dinner that night. It was going to be a great time. And my wife's best friend, Michelle, and her husband, Tim, were going to go with us. And we were going to do this wild and crazy thing and go back to our 20s and actually live like we used to. And then we thought about how much it was going to cost to go do this. And then we thought, wait, Tim and Michelle just put a hot tub in at their house. We could just go over to their house and hang out with them and have a great time. So we start hatching a plan to go over to their house and we did it totally adult style. We got guacamole from our favorite Mexican restaurant, cheese dip, uh, all the chips that we could bring over, all the salsa. We get over there and they got all these different dips made. They made chicken Caesar salads. It was the most mature adult New Year's Eve that I thought I'd ever been to. And I told myself, I'm not going to get too drunk. In fact, I remembered back to all those times that I was in my 20s, all those times that I was way too hammered by the time the ball dropped and I'd gotten just shit faced. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. So I buy myself one six pack of this beer that we have here in Georgia called Reformation Jude. It's 9.2 alcohol or 9.2% alcohol. I think to myself, I'm going to have two or three of these. It'll be just fine. So we start eating, start hanging out. My uh, wife's best friend, Michelle, had made sangria, and she made this huge punch bowl full of it and had a huge pitcher of it. So everybody's drinking off the sangria, but I'm like, you know what? No, I'm good. I don't want the girly drink. I want my high-gravity beers. I'm going to sit over here and drink my beer. So I have a beer, and we start eating. And then I have another beer, and we're still eating. We're still hanging out. And somebody says, why don't we go get my hot tub? So 
We go down to the hot tub. Now, everybody who had been drinking sangria, my wife, her best friend, Michelle, and Tim had all been drinking sangria. My wife had spilled one and a half sangrias at this point all over their house, but that was fine. No big deal. She wasn't drunk. She just accidentally spilled it. So we decide we're going to take another pitcher of sangria down to the hot tub. They say, don't worry about bringing your beer, Shane. We'll just have sangria when we get down there. And I'm like, you know what? That's fine. That's what we'll do. So I get down in the hot tub and I start drinking sangria and I'm sipping on my sangria and I'm having a good time and I drink one full glass of it and then I have another glass of it. And then I get halfway through another glass of it when I spill most of my sangria in the hot tub. Now there's floating fruit and sangria in the hot tub along with us, but we're having a good time. Nobody gave a damn about the fact that I'd done that. And I'm in the hot tub with all the jets and the water's rushing and everything like that. And there's a thing that I remembered later on as I was getting out of the hot tub that they don't tell you how fucked up you are when you're in a hot tub. You don't realize exactly how much alcohol you've consumed because when you're in there, you feel just fine. Your world is not spinning. You don't feel any of that motion sickness you get when you start moving around. But as soon as we decided to get out of the hot tub at about 1145, I stepped my foot over the side and I was like, whoa, I don't feel so good. I feel a little crazy right now, but but I'm fine. I'm fine. I didn't have that much beer. I didn't have that much sangria. I'm going to be fine. So we go back up to their deck. It's about 1145, 12 or 1145, 1150. We're all hanging out and I decide I'm going to have one more beer. So I start drinking my beer. The ball drops at 12. I kiss my wife and right around 1205, their entire porch just starts spinning. In fact, the entire world just started spinning for me. And I didn't realize until later on when I asked my wife and I started really piecing it together exactly how many beers I'd had. My intention was to have maybe two or three beers and have one or two glasses of sangria and then have my wife drive me home later. But oh no, I had four high gravity beers. I had three or two and a half cups of sangria before I spilled one in their hot tub. And I immediately lay my head down on their table, on their deck, and I am just hammered. People are laughing, joking. Nikki took pictures of me while I was passed out or like drunk and stuff like that. And everybody's making jokes about how I can't hold my liquor and stuff like that. And I don't even respond. And if you guys have listened to the show even once, you know, I always have something to say if you offer me any sort of reason to say it, but I don't say anything. And at one point, a little bit after this, I decide I'm going to go to the bathroom and I didn't even have my shoes on. My wife's best friend's husband, Tim, is standing by the door, and he's like, where are you headed, Shane? I said, I'm, I'm going to the car. I'm just, I'll be out in the car if you guys need me. And Tim didn't realize that I wasn't driving. Tim is under the impression that I've gotten behind the wheel, and I am driving the car home. So he goes inside and tells Nikki, you, you need to go get Shane. I think he's going to drive home or something like that. She's like, no, no, no. He's not going to drive home. Everything's fine. She makes it out to the car about 10, 15 minutes later after that, after she says goodbyes and grabs our bag that we brought with us and everything like that. And she sits down in the uh, driver's seat. And I'm like, aren't, aren't you too drunk to drive too? What, what are you doing? She's like, no, no, no. I spilled way more sangria than I drank tonight. I'm just fine. And I get back to the house that night, wake up the next morning without a headache for some inexplicable reason. And I start piecing together the night. And it turns out that I had four of the high gravity beers, two and a half sangrias. And my plans to be this responsible adult who had two beers and maybe had one or two sangrias and then have a great night where I could remember all of it went right out the window. And it was in that moment that I realized now that I'm older, I don't know that I can drink the way I used to, but I do know that I shouldn't even if I can. Hey guys, welcome back to a show that remembers when Undertaker threw mankind off the top of the hell in the cell and how none of us were ever the same after that. Or as we like to call it, Now That I'm Older. A show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. 
You can find us online at anowthatimolder.com or also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIOPod. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder. And if you give to us like our badass patrons, Michael and Michelle, we're going to give right back to you. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag PotternFamily. Now, Potter and Family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about badass independent podcasts, and create a family out of absolutely nothing. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Potter and Family, you'll find our show as well as the Legacy Trek podcast, the Rich Sis Broke Sis podcast, and the Spooky Scani podcast. And this week, we discuss a correction that Kenny has to make on the show about how nobody can give him a handjob correctly except for him after a visit to an Asian massage parlor. That's right. It's an Asian massage parlor show. We also discuss how the Me Too movement has changed massages and a lot of other behaviors that dudes just used to think were perfectly fine and has completely changed them. Then we close the show out talking about that time that Kenny had a 19-year-old stripper living in his house. So check it out. We'll be right back. This is going to be such an exciting day. I hope you enjoy it. I think you will. Well, there's nothing to wait for anymore. We're recording. Right now? Yeah. Literally. Okay. Like, okay. right in a second. Actually, probably like a couple milliseconds afterwards. Like, first, the vibrations have to hit the microphone, and then that has to make a signal that has to transfer then to the uh, computer, which is the recording device. Shut the fuck up, Kenny. Nobody gives a shit about this, okay? You don't even do anything. Now that I do all the recording, now nobody gives a shit. I had to hear about it all the time. I do everything. All you do is show up and talk. You should probably move your uh, filter up a little bit since you're not talking directly into your microphone. You're kind of talking over it. You should talk to me. You're making where I'm talking to you. My my lines look good. Okay. A little bit peaked when I got a little heated there. Yeah. Sounds like you should probably bring it down a little bit there, sir. Bring it down a little bit, if you will. That's good radio. Um, So you told me a story. You called me up out of the blue. Randomly told, on a Friday. I didn't just tell you a story. I told you I had to make a, a correction. You said you had to correct a, a standing statement that we have on the show. Now, for everybody who doesn't remember the statement, Kenny told me at one point, and he's made this statement vehemently more than once, that no woman can give a quality or, hand Or job. dude. No, it has nothing to do with sex. No individual <laughs> other than self can wank your dick as good as you can. Okay. That was the standing statement. The standing statement. No individual can wank your dick as good as you can because you have the owner's manual. Yes. Okay. And I was wrong. And how were you wrong? What exactly happened to make you change this opinion? I went, uh, I was having a, a rough uh, week with my back and my back was hurting. So I went into a massage and the natural body where I usually go was all booked out because it was the holidays. Right. So I went to this little place that was on. Nice part of town. Uh, it was on Google <laughs> Maps. And I went, and the lady was hungry. She had to eat. It was Asian. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. She was hungry? What do you mean? Well, when I got there, she said she was available, but she had just ordered food. <laughs> That's and pretty professional. Said, well, I mean, she, I, I get where she's coming from. If I'm wanting a two-hour massage. Holy shit, you booked a two-hour massage with them? When I found out their price was only um, $60 an hour, yeah. Okay. Well, was, first sense. of all, it totally like, makes sense then. <laughs> natural body's like $200 an hour. So I was like, oh, I'm getting worked. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I said, that's fine. Um, you can eat and I'll just chill. 
So you sat there cruising Facebook, playing around your I went phones. ahead and got the table and got comfortable. And, the, you know, they got the warm tables and all the nice little spa music playing. They got the thing you can breathe in while you're laying face down. It's, it's all like like string music and like water Dude, in the background. Until and you almost suffocate yourself with your pillow, you don't really appreciate the massage table having that middle space open. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, where you can oh. see the floor and shit. I'm not even out looking at the floor because they had it pretty dark and they had the little Mr. Machine going. So all the like eucalyptus leaf was going and shit. So anyway, I get this massage and went and like first of all, it wasn't even just a normal massage; it was a great massage. Like this, she was doing shit they don't do, like stretching me and shit. Like, how do you mean? Was she like climbing on top of you and stretching your? There legs were and points, shit? yeah, where like, but like it started off with stuff like she would have her arm under my arm and like push up on it, like stretching your shoulders and shit, ways you can't really do for yourself because it takes a person like pushing back so let me let me go ahead and interject here the only massages i've ever gotten i've never had a table massage okay the only ever? massages ever oh, now dude. i've been wanting to go me and nikki have been talking about doing a couple's massage for a while and going to like one of these places and getting them to like massage the shit out of us but we just haven't done it yet there's all no I've point had, in getting a couple's massage well I, I, that's here or there for me what i'm no, saying no, no, is I'm telling all you had, that'll ruin the experience of a massage the whole point of a massage is for you to just zone completely out and let this person work your muscles. Well, couple massage ruins that, especially because like your wife's gonna want to talk. I'm not talking no, about Nikki in particular. Talk about women in general. They're gonna want to. They're gonna share the experience. The whole point of the experience is to zone out. Well, when I when we go to get our uh, manicures and pedicures together, it's not a manicure or pedicure. What I'm saying is neither of us talk to each other. Like we zone right the fuck out and become our own thing. So if you can get a better price, we're getting a couple's massage. But again, here nor there, all I've ever if had. They can give it to you a couple's massage, and you're in one room and she's in the other. That's what you want. <laughs> So again, though, the only massages I've ever gotten have been the chair massages where you have like the little thing you stick your yeah, face That's through. not a massage. That's a massage, dude. That's, that's a, that's a tickle. It's not a tickle. That's well, a tickle. The last time I got one of these massages, the guy like blows my mind because he comes up to me and he goes, um, you drive with a, you drive an automatic, don't you? And I was like, yeah. He goes, he goes, yeah, I can tell because you carry all your, uh, all your, um, your muscles are stronger on your right side and your legs and stuff like that and your back. And you carry a lot of tension in your uh, shoulders. And I was like, you can tell all that just from the way, you, like, my back feels. He goes, oh, yeah, dude, you have no idea of the stuff I could tell you about yourself. So apparently masseuses are like these magical creatures that can tell you all kinds of shit about yourself. But or they're really you, good at running, uh, running tips. <laughs> the kind of the same way a, a psychic is. Do you drive an automatic? 80% of America drives automatic. <laughs> you got an 80% shot right there. And if they say no, no, I have a manual. Oh, I thought you had a manual. <laughs> I'm hearing the name Tom. Tom. It's his name of the T. Do you have a Tom or Teresa in your family that passed recently? I have a Terry that passed. Yeah, it's Terry. It's Terry. It's, Terry. it's, Terry. <laughs> it's, it's Terry. obviously Terry. No, I don't know anybody with a T. You know anybody with D? Do C, Donald, T, C D, T. Yeah, a, was it somebody with a T in their name? Especially from the psychic realm. Was it Steven? So, so anyway, this, so she's, so she's on stretching. top of you and stretching. There is a point where she literally is on top of me. Her knees are planted on my buttocks, and let's, she's pressing down on the shoulders. Let's this is literally stretching my back with her whole body. Let's paint a picture of what this woman looks White like. White people though. don't do like this. Uh, pretty 30-year-old, maybe, uh, Asian lady. Okay. So standard Asian build, like the slender, beautiful yeah. Asian woman sort of nice, thing. Nice-looking Asian lady, long hair. Um, and she's just stretching the shit out of me. 
<laughs> so Dave, this episode is stretching the shit out of me. <laughs> so I got distracted. I started watching the, the lines from our recording. <laughs> so she's stretching the shit out of you. She's got her I knees in your I was getting into that massage buttocks. mode just talking about it. So I was all like, ooh, lines. <laughs> and you got the music playing in the background. Oh, the little spa music's going. And so like she's she's doing all this stuff. She's putting the hot towels on me and the massage is over. So it's about two hours and she tells me to roll over. And now, oh, I didn't take off my draws. Generally, I leave my undies on unless I'm told not to. Because I don't like, in this day and age, it's just not safe for you to have a woman walk in and your pants not be on and she not know your pants are off. The Me Too movement has changed the idea of a massage for a dude overall. Yes. So not just massage, any situation, like the naked man. What other situation? The naked man is out. (laughs) It's out of the playbook. You got to have consent before you have wiener out. You can't pull that shit. So, well, it used to be a joke about guys talking about cutting holes in the popcorn thing at the movies. <laughs> you couldn't do that now. You go to jail right there. They Billy clubbing you in the theater. People Could you imagine cheering. giving a dick in a box as a gift to a no. woman at a Christmas party? No, no, that's and you know what? It's not a huge loss. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it out there well, for all the guys who are getting mad right now. The fact that we can't whip our dings out without permission is not a huge loss. Well, here's the fucked up thing. You talked about the naked I man. I felt assaulted by your brother several times. Okay, so we're going to get into how Kenny felt assaulted by my brother numerous times. But before we get into that, is anybody a little freaked out by the fact that this place had great Google reviews that Kenny went to, but nobody mentioned the fact that you could get a hand job at the end of it? Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break, but when we get back, we're going to finish up discussing Kenny's massage parlor adventure, and then we're going to close the show out talking about that time he moved a 19-year-old stripper into his house who also brought her two kids with her. So check it out. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. It's 738. Shut up, everyone. Shut up. Woo! This is Leo. This is Kitty. This is Fez. This is Jackie. This is Cobra. What's up? And Midgey. We are Afterburn 739 Podcast coming to you from Squish Bar. Tune in every week and hear us talk about anything and everything. We are not politically correct. We are certainly not well informed. Sometimes we will make shit up. But we will make you laugh. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Afterburn739.com. And Twitter and Afterburn739. What's Stitcher? Hello, Hello kitty. 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 Welcome, Welcome to, to, the the party. to the party. My jingle. <laughs> and you never know who might turn up in Squish Bar in the Turkey Bucket Gallery. <laughs> I quit. The price is wrong, bitch. Have you ever wished you could get extra now that I'm older? Well, now you're in luck, because if you go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, you'll be able to hear Patreon-exclusive content with stuff just like this. Why would you have fetuses as toys? In what sort of Russian nightmare cartoon do you have fetuses as toys? Kenny hates little children. Kenny hates happiness. Especially children. Kenny hates pretty much everything. So I hate happiness. I just hate other people's happiness. I just, I know we're not supposed to get political on now that I'm older, but what the fuck is going on? So go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, and you'll be able to check out our Patreon exclusives every single time we drop one. This is your first night at Fight Club. You have to fight. 
Hi, I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. And we are the guys from That Film Stew. Do you like movie reviews and want to keep up to date with the latest in movie and TV news? Then That Film Stew is the podcast for you. Join us every two weeks for some good times, laughs and firm opinions on the things we love. That's right. There's a new podcast released every two weeks on iTunes and SoundCloud. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as That Film Stew Podcast. Or head to our website, thatfilmstewpodcast.weebly.com. That Film Stew Podcast. Listen, comment, follow, share. Marvin. What do you make of all this? Man, I don't even have an opinion. Well, you gotta have an opinion. I mean, do you think that God came down from heaven and stopped... Oh, what the fuck's happening now? Oh, oh man. shit. Oh, man, I shot Marvin in the face. Why the fuck you do that? My brother, let's pull the show over to the side, guys. Steven, my little brother... He's a serial wang exposer. He would get to a point where everybody would just be chilling, watching a movie or something like that, watching videos. We'd all be getting high, zone the fuck out. Suddenly, Stephen would stand up and go, hey, buddy. <laughs> and you'd look over and he'd have nothing on from the waist down whatsoever. And he'd have his sack in his hand running around the living room. This is not something oh, that or happened. Or he'd walk up and put it on your window in your car. This is not something that happened once or twice <laughs> no, or three or four it was, times. It was, often. For, it was like two and a half years of our lives that Stephen just would whip his dick out whenever he felt like it. Thanks for me doing this, Stephen. <laughs> So anyway, not a big loss, but you talked about the naked van. I want to point something out that was funny. The other day I was watching Friends, and it was the first time that Monica had ever met Joey. And he actually strips butt naked in the living room when he comes over because she says, do you want some lemonade? He's like, yeah, I want some lemonade. Two out of three. So he walks in, immediately gets butt naked. I look over at Nikki, and I went, oh, my God, Joey came up with the naked man. Joey came up with everything. He came up with the friend zone. But anyway, so she tells you to roll over. So no way before that, she's going and she keeps like, I don't know. She's making it a point to like catch on my waistband a few times. And like, you know, again, I'm kind of charming. So the, <laughs> so flags, are, the flags are going up that something might be happening. So she just flat out asked me at one point, can I take these off? And I'm like, well, yeah, you're cute. <laughs> you do whatever you want. Don't hit me up with no extra hundred dollar request, cause you know you keep, but I'm cheap. Forty five dollar underwear fee. I mean, I'm gonna tip you good either way. You don't massage the shit out of me, so draws are off now. The butt gets massaged. Now this is where it's like I've never had a massage that's this thorough. <laughs> there, there's we're, we're covering all the bases at this point. And when the rollover, something you're thinking this is a Brazzers clip. Like you I'm have thinking, that idea. I'm like, I'm like, this could be a penthouse forum story. Dear penthouse. Is this really going to happen? I went to the so, nice part of town and got a massage. So and then I just I, I went along with it. And every now and then she was like going down my arm doing the arm massage. And I just make sure my fingers made contact with hers. I was just, like I said, I'm, I've got I've got some tools in the in the tool. Let's not talk about your tool yet. We're not there yet, dude. Not that tool. Tools in the tool. See, that's why most men mess up. They've only got one tool. I got ratchet sets. <laughs> I got Allen wrenches. I got, I got a, a socket crescent set over here, wrench. Okay. I got all kind of shit. So I'm making the little finger contacts as, as things go on. And like Asian people have different skills than we have. Like she's doing this one thing where she's up on the left shoulder and like on the left, on the right upper hip. You think those two have nothing to do with each other, right? Apparently they do, because apparently she can touch them and make your body go, whoa. So anyway, by the time she says roll over, there's no hiding what's happening <laughs> at this point. So, because I have no underwear on. The towel's moving up and down. As a matter of fact, the towel's left the table long ago. The cover towel 
Okay, you, so you never you're... had table massage. Let me explain. No, I know there's one that lays over your ass and shit like that. And they that. move it up and down normally. They fold right. it halfway so they can work your lower back, and they'll fold it up so they can work your upper legs. But this thing had long ago left. So oh, you're just butt ass naked on the as table. As the massage went on, and after I didn't protest to like underwear coming off and little touching. When she would massage me, she would gently place her thighs basically on either side of my face as she leaned over to work my back. And I was like, huh. <laughs> that's not a huh moment. That's a, I'm either going to have to pay extra or I'm getting lucky at the end of this. That's, right. That's what you think in either your Either way, I was like, this is this really going to happen because so many guys probably dream of this happening. I just really want my back rubbed. <laughs> But I'm not protesting because she's pretty thirty-year-old Asian lady, not young. There's no worries there. Let's rewind here, though. So you not missing you, any teeth? When so you showed up on wasn't when, like a prisoner of war or anything. When this popped up on Google, did you read any reviews or anything like that? The reviews were all either uh, it was it was low, expensive. One review bitched about the radio, not liking the radio. It's in bindings. I mean, <laughs> this is not. So what did it look like on the outside? It was a lot of a lot of fluorescent lights. It was in just a strip mall. So it was just a regular ass looking place. It was next place. to like, a wing restaurant. <laughs> I mean, no, it was nice inside. It had like the little pool with the fish, the koi pond. So had, nobody walked out in a robe and shit like that. No, to there was you. no madam. There was a there was a different lady working. There was nobody's like this way, Mister Baldwin. There, no, the first lady didn't speak hardly any English, so she just had me wait. And then this lady who did the massage came out, and immediately there was a little bit of a hi. <laughs> Okay, so now she's got her, her, her legs gently next to your thighs, and she jumps down, and she says, roll over. Like, if I was roll over right that second, I could have eaten her pussy right there through her pants. It was that. She was on my head. So shit's, like, signals are flying. So, yeah, the rollover happens. So Boy Scouts could have camped under the tent that you it had didn't going t- on. Dude, there was no tent. There was <laughs> there was just a tent pole. <laughs> there was nothing covering the tent pole. <coughs> so when the rollover happened, it was less than three minutes after that that it was full on. Go to town. Like we were, we're, we're at like medium chub because we think something may happen. No, we're not at medium chub. <laughs> so we're at full on 100%. We're at, there's no, when I say there is no hiding the possibility of my interest, there was no hiding. So we're at baby's arm holding a biscuit level right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> Choking the biscuit. <laughs> Flexing so, that motherfucker. So what does she say? She'll now that say you're over. shit. She, uh, she just starts kind of like three minutes in. She's like, and her English ain't great. So it was like, she kind of puts her hand on the side of the groin, right on the top of your hip, like as close as you can get without being something. Right. And she just asked if it was okay. So I was like, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> now, does any part of you kick in and go, is there a permission slip I should sign? Is no, there any sort of consent she, form? Uh, I'm laying there, dude. I'm not moving. I'm pretty in the clear on this legally. <laughs> I'm almost paralyzed at this point with, you know, fear, hope, and <laughs> is this really fucking happening? So, yeah. So Dear she, Penthouse, so she, she asked me to roll over. The, she, she throws the oil on, and I don't know exactly what's happening because it's kind of dark and I'm kind of in and out of closing my eyes because it was wow but yeah it was like either she was sucking my dick at one point or her hand job was that good are you serious like your dick was in her mouth at one point possibly I don't know but it could have well there's a follow up that you don't know about yet well, you didn't give me all the details the first time you wanted to save something for the podcast all the details hadn't happened (laughs) oh 
So I went back. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's finish the first one before you go back, though, because on the first one. So the first one, she comes up, and the price was uh, uh like 120 bucks. Like it was legit, nothing extra. Like nothing you just extra. Went, so is got this a your hug. new? She came out. She went and got me a bottle of water, not the little half bottle, a full bottle of water. Oh wow! And three Jolly Ranchers. So <laughs> I got As hand, you do, you need to replenish your sugars. So and I got shit. a hand job and candy. So yeah, and, and so I tipped her a hundred percent. Nice. So you paid two hundred forty dollars for for a happy ending and a massage. Well, I for two was going to pay two hundred dollars just for the massage and only get an hour. At Body Bath Works or whatever, uh, Natural Body. So this is your new massage place, though, I'm guessing. No, I can't be because I don't need a hand job every time. I need somebody to really work my back. Well, you know, I mean, you said the girl rubbed your back, though. Well, the follow-up is that it was much more interactive uh, the second time. Okay. Let's let's walk through how it was much more interactive. What like, exactly? I wasn't the only one that got the happy ending. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Why are you gonna skip to the to the listeners? So you went I mean, down the on first her? Was, I didn't go down. Did but, you bang her at some point? No, I just, you know, I returned the favor. I gave her a reach around, except it was more a reach to the side because she was standing there. And she liked it. And then like literally climbed on me afterwards and like laid on my chest. I think Asian women like white guys. Um the way that um uh, Black guys like white women. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think we're a status symbol or something. Because like she was all like, "Oh, I don't want you to leave," and I was like, "Well, you know, I ain't gonna move until you, you know." So get off when me. when do uh, when when did you bring Yoko over to be on the podcast? Uh, Yoko will not be on the podcast. That is not her name, and I'm not going to tell you her name because her nickname is way too similar to certain people's that we know, and it's just that would make it weird. Is it Dragonfly? No. Okay. <laughs> um, no. What well, was just thinking? Asian, you know, dragons, that sort there of thing. There is an Asian connection. That's the weird part. So. <laughs> um, so you went back and you got her off. She got you off. Yeah, it was still did only you, 120 <laughs> <laughs> Did you tip to, uh, did you tip like 100% I only tipped, again? No, I didn't tip 100%. I, I just flat out told her, I was like, I can't afford to pay that much twice in a week. Uh, you went back two times in one week? Dude, that hand job was amazing. <laughs> Kenny calls me up, right? I'm hanging out. This is this is legit how this whole thing goes. I get a text message from Kenny that says, I need to revise my point of view on hand jobs on the podcast. And I send him back three question marks. He said, dude, I just went to a massage parlor. That's all I know at this point. I call him back. I'm like, what's going on? He walks me through this whole story, and he's like, no, dude. I didn't pay for this. You don't understand. There was nothing extra. There was no, like, Mm -mm. nothing extra had to happen. It just fucking happened. I mean, the best thing that I've ever had happen in this kind of world is, like, nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. (laughs) I've had nothing in my life. I've had, like, several – I could write a whole penthouse forum chapter for a whole magazine episode and cover all the stories. I banged multiple people's moms. See, I've never banged it. Well, I've banged people's mom. I guess I banged Christopher's mom when I first that met That doesn't count. He was three. It was still somebody's mom. No, it doesn't. No, Shane. That is not in the same context. Just because that three-year-old wasn't was, a friend of he ours. He wasn't an associate of yours even. <laughs> Much less a friend. The only reason you knew he existed was because of said banging. I, I mean, well, I mean, I've banged she other moms. She was incidentally a mom. That, that wasn't like the whole conquest. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Just banging people who had wronged you's moms. Is that what you were getting at, basically? Maybe. Okay, so what else? Banging moms. What else have you done here uh, that you were going to write your little uh, penthouse form on? 
I mean, I had a 19-year-old Asian live in for a couple months. Kenny did have a stripper. We, uh, I think we had a whole podcast on how you had a stripper living here. Because yeah. I remember being out of my car and getting a call going, yeah, this girl's going to move in. I was like, what girl's going to move in? And Kenny knows better than to give me enough details to give him shit because he knows as soon oh, yeah. as he you gives himself give, enough you rope. Don't give, you don't give, you know, ammunition to the other team. You don't just hand up some assist in a game of horse. I mean, nah. Um, so Kenny says, yeah, Oh, this- you did a shot where I have to throw the ball for you? Oh, yeah, I'm going to definitely do that. Good job. He goes, so I got this girl going to move in. I was like, cool. That's, that's cool. What's her name? And I forget her name. Um, and then he goes, uh, yeah, she's 19. I was her real like, name was Rachel, but she goes by Rose. There you go. So Rose moves in and um, she's 19 years old and he goes, yeah, yeah. She's just going to crash here for a little while. I was like, that's cool. That's cool. And then a couple seconds later, like through some sort of accident of his voice, he goes, yeah, her and her kids are going to move in. I went, excuse me. Yeah. For some reason it really bothered Shane that she had kids. I didn't care. Well, no, see, it wasn't just, okay. It wasn't just the fact that he had a 19 year old living here. It wasn't just the fact that there was a 19 year old who had children living here. It wasn't just the fact that there was a 19 year old stripper who had children living here, who had people coming to visit his grandmother's house that he didn't know while he wasn't here and stuff like that. Oh no. It was when you added all this shit together. I was like, can you have people visiting? She had people pick her up. Yeah. And I wasn't giving her a ride all the time. So all I did. know is this is a, a golden opportunity for you to have to rack your pistol at somebody else when she was living here. That's all I know. I never needed to rack my pistol because it wasn't that kind of thing. It was like, if you want to leave, leave. Didn't you end up... Um, she was here for like a year. <laughs> it wasn't like a month or two either. It was, it was a while. And I enjoyed that while. You didn't, She wasn't here for a year. It was like six months or something. No, it was about a year. Wow. So yeah, um, you had a, a 19 year old move in. You did bang someone's mom who you lived in her house and then ended up getting thrown out. That was the second sleep. mom. Yeah. Well, the first mom was a whole thing. Like it that caused was while a huge, we were in high school. That yeah, was, it was a rift in our again, group and shit. Again. Like, <laughs> so we got four penthouse stories. So Kenny asked this girl out. She turns him down. And he immediately pivots to the mom. <laughs> I did not pivot to the mom. He pivoted to the mom. You are, you are oversimplifying this greatly for your own little narrative. And you're doing it on purpose. I just want listeners to know who's the honest tell, teller of stories here. As a matter of fact, Shane has to ban his father from listening to podcasts for like a good year while he's out of jail, customizing to society. Yeah. So Shane doesn't get shanked. Um, I don't know that me and my dad are going to be able to hang out when he actually listens to the podcast for a little while. I told my mom specifically, do not show Dennis how to listen to the podcast. And I was very clear. I was like, mom, I know dad knows very little. Oh, she was down with that. She was like, oh, no, he don't need to listen to this. My dad gets me on the phone, right? And he talks about how when he was still in jail, um, he was able to buy a tablet. Or they gave him a tablet. (laughs) Through jail, they gave him a tablet. So he could keep listen to it while he was in jail. We would have had some great material. So they were like, you know, he's learning how to uh, download music and stuff like that. And he he gets all upset because his tablet gets broken somehow. Like there's a lock on it where he has to get it fixed. Because he got it through the jail system and he bought like... 150 songs on it or something like that. And he's like, man, I got all the Molly Hatchet on there and I got all the Leonard Skinner on there and stuff like that. And I'm like, dad, you know, we can get all that back for you. It's just stream it now. <laughs> I'm like, dad, dad, you know, I can just get you like a service. It's like $10 a month. We're like $9.99. And they'll, they'll just bring it to you. Bam. I was like, and I told him, I was like, you know what I'm going to get you for Christmas? I like, what you going to get me for Christmas? I said, I'm going to get you a, a, a login to the WWE network <laughs> so you can watch all the wrestling that you could possibly imagine. Wow. You mean they got everything? My dad has absolutely no idea. But going back to his tablet and shit that he got in jail, 
He's really upset about it. He goes, you know, when I get out of jail, there's a radio shack down the road from you, aren't there? How, how did we get on radio jail tablets? Well, we talked about <laughs> – From strippers and, and – We were talking about my dad not being – parlor hand jobs. We were talking about my dad not being able to listen to the podcast. Did, how did we segue from hand jobs <laughs> to your dad getting out of prison? I don't know, honestly. That's how our show what, works. What the hell just happened? <laughs> I felt like I just ruined one of my stories on this. And now I'm thinking about your dad on a tablet watching Brazzers. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, no, not dad, the cat killer. My dad's probably the guy who's like, goes to a, a gas station. Like, if he could go to a gas station right ahead, be like, can I get one of them Playboys behind me? And they'd be like, um, sir, we don't even have magazines anymore. <laughs> you need to go online. You were the internet, sir. <laughs> kind of, it's going to be when my dad finally discovers like the internet porn and stuff like that, it's going to be like that episode of Family Guy where Quagmire comes out and one arm is like 3,000 times so the size gross, of the dude. other. Why are you thinking about that? I'm not. That's so gross. Why, I'm not. Why, are you mad? why are you thinking of jokes that involve your dad wanking <laughs> off? What's wrong with you? Dude, I'm already having to imagine you getting jerked off by an Asian woman, okay? That's I don't want different. to. That's not no, your, That's not your dad. <laughs> <laughs> my god <laughs> darling I'm sorry you have to hear these recordings god no wonder I'm your favorite <laughs> oh so what uh, any other penthouse stories I mean I think of some real quick well, I've been accused of sleeping with people at work all the time um, I had like that a- happened recently we keep, we're making a big deal about it to the point where I'm probably actually going to sleep with that girl really just because you were yeah, accused of it yeah she's a stripper too she's cute uh, this is the girl that found you on Facebook, and she makes all the. Is this the lesbian that, or the the supposed lesbian that makes all the uh, the no, innuendos? I'm going to hit that too. Kenny has slept with like 75 <laughs> people at this point, guys. That's what he's really doing. He's just collecting chicks. Dude, that's what say. That's what condoms are for. If you you've already told me that if a chick is young enough, you're like, well, she doesn't have any old germs yet, so I'm just banging her that one. <laughs> that's not always true. I'll just blast inside of her. It's fine. That's, <laughs> Jesus, that's definitely dude. not true. That's what faces are for. <laughs> So say good night to the bad guy. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. I whipped the shit out of her, too. That's enough for this week, dude. We we gotta go. (laughs) Any parting thoughts? Yeah, you tune somebody up with a cat of nine tails. You don't just start whacking the shit out of them. Just listen to the old pork chop express and take his advice on a dark and stormy night, all right? When some wild-eyed eight-foot-tall maniac grabs your neck, taps the back of your favorite head up against a barroom wall, and he looks you crooked in the eye, and he asks you if you've paid your dues. Well, you just stare that big sucker right back in the eye, and you remember what old Jack Burton always says at a time like that. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir, the check is in the mail.